In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tonight, as we celebrate the Feast of the Presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary to the Temple in Jerusalem, it's a night to remember what God can and desires to do in us and through every one of us if we make our life a living offering to Him. As always, when we consider the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary, when we ponder her life, we're really pondering ourselves. We're pondering all that God desires to do in our lives. We're pondering all that God desires to do through our lives and everything done through her and everything that can be done in and through us all comes down to our willingness to make an offering of ourselves to our Lord God. Let's take just a moment to remember what it is that we're celebrating at this feast. Her parents, Saints Joachim and Anna, and we remember this story, we hear it many times a year, they were barren into a very old age, constantly pleading with God that he would show them mercy and show them mercy by granting them a child that would remove the shame that they were enduring all of their days. And they promised to God that, God, if you will give us a child, we will return an offering of thanksgiving. We will return this child to you for your holy use. God granted their request beyond their wildest hopes. He gave them great honor of bringing into the world the very mother of God, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And as they promised, when the Blessed Virgin Mary was at a young age, they brought her to the temple and they offered her to the Lord by putting her into the care and entrusting her to the high priest Zacharias at that time who would receive her into the temple. And there she would be raised. And she would serve with a group of young women that had a function in that temple. And that function was prayer, the service of prayer to God, but also to serve all those and meet the needs of those who both came to the temple and those serving in the temple. And this is what she would do. This is the feast we celebrate is her actually being presented the time she was presented to the temple for this very service. She would live a life from such a young age of offering oneself to God. And I tell you this, the life of offering oneself to God, my friends, will always bear much fruit. Much fruit both within our own soul and then from that soul will bear the fruit of Jesus Christ to those who are around us. We see this very clearly in the life of our Lord's mother. Please notice how God honors the generosity and the giving, not only the Blessed Virgin Mary, but her parents. The generational self-offering and life of self-offering. St. Joachim and Anna, in their old age, offered her back to God. Which, don't kid yourself, this was a sacrifice, but it was a sacrifice of joy for the shame that was taken away. They offered, her, they, they offered their daughter to the Lord. And she would continue living in that same manner, this life of self-offering that she had witnessed in her parents. And let's consider the results for just a moment of the self-offering of the Blessed Virgin Mary all of her life. She would be the vessel that God would fill with himself for her salvation. And she would also be the vessel 
through which salvation himself would come to every soul on earth from that time forward until his coming again to all who would receive him. Can we not be in wonder? I think about this every time we come up on a Marian celebration and remembrance. Can we not be in wonder for just a moment by all that God accomplished for the sake of recreating all things through this blessed woman who offered herself to the Lord that his will be done. And I tell you that the testimony of all those things we could possibly ponder that we know about her life are a testimony to us that is to encourage us in our lives of just how much that God will do in us and through us if we will do the same. Just as the Blessed Virgin Mary offered herself to God, salvation came to her. And salvation came through her. It is our Lord's loving desire that the same thing happened to every soul that he calls to himself and that receives him. But living a life of offering ourselves to God, that's the key disposition of the soul that we want to think about and consider tonight. We say these words from St. Paul. From Romans chapter 12, in the Mass, every time the Mass is celebrated. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee. Have you ever made the connection between the Blessed Virgin Mary and this feast to what we say? There she was presented to God in the temple. And she would live her whole life presenting herself to God. And here in the temple we offer ourselves, our souls and our bodies to the Lord. In fact, you've just heard in those words that we offer ourselves, our souls and bodies to be a reasonable, holy and living sacrifice. You've just heard the mark of a true disciple, a Christian. That's the mark. One who offers themselves back to God. <coughs> This is the description of what the Blessed Virgin Mary did. It's the calling upon the lives of all of us to follow in her footsteps. I want us to look very briefly at three aspects of what does it really look like to offer ourselves to God. Some of these things we'll think of very naturally. Some of them we may not. What does it mean to live a life offering ourselves to God? First is this. The Greek word that St. Paul uses when he says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, that this is your worship, that word body is the entire self. It is not just the physical body. It's offering everything that we are, our soul, our emotions, our blessings, our shortcomings, our faults, our failures, the joys of what God has done through us, Offering our entire self to God as a living sacrifice is what that means. And we see that in the life of our Lord's mother as well. Secondly, to offer ourselves to God is to absolutely let go of control over our own lives. Something we all struggle with. We think we know what God wants. We think and sometimes it's what we want more than what God wants. All of us this happens. We've got to let go of control to live a life of self-offering. We think we know what our purposes might be or what it should be, but the real peace is in the offering. Because when we offer with loose hands our very life and all of his purposes in us, it does not matter what they end up being. They're the greatest joy for us when they're fulfilled. And we have to trust that in him. 
The Blessed Virgin responded to the Archangel Gabriel with this very thing when God revealed his desire to her. What did she say? Anything you want. My life is not mine. My life is yours to be used for you. Whatever the Lord desires to do with our lives, we will follow and make a way for that to happen. That's what it means to be a living offering to God. And finally, one we may not think of very often. St. John Chrysostom points it out. We have to look at another aspect of self-offering. This has to do with the care of the most important thing that we have in our lives. The only part of us that, that, that is eternal, and that's the care of our soul. Listen to the words of St. John Chrysostom. <clears throat> it says, how is the body, the whole self, to become a sacrifice? Let the eye look on no evil thing, and it's already become a sacrifice. Let the tongue say nothing filthy, and it's become an offering. Let your hand do nothing evil, and it's become a whole burnt offering. But even this is not enough, for we must have good works. Also, the hand must do alms. The mouth must bless those who curse it. And the ears must find time to listen to the Lord through the reading of scriptures. Sacrifice, offering, allows for no unclean thing. It is the first fruits of all other actions. What does it mean to offer ourselves to God? To abstain from the things that are so damaging to us and to be about the good and holy and wondrous works that Christ has prepared before time for us to engage in in this life that elevate the soul even as we do them, where we become more like him even as we do them. That's what it means to live a self-offering life. The Blessed Virgin, we're told, was full of grace. Therefore, being full of grace, she abstained from sin and she offered herself to the mighty and good works of Christ being done through her. Convince me that we are not a people equally filled with grace. From our baptism forward, we're told that we've been endued with power. Jesus told that to his apostles and his disciples when they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. Wait, because I will endue you with power. You will be full of grace. So we need to stop using our humanity as an excuse. Our humanity is there and it needs to be healed. But you and I are full of the grace and the divine power of God. We need to stop listening to the whisper of the enemy that says, no, not quite, I'm half empty, and that's why I keep doing the things I do and harming myself and others. We are divinely filled with the power of God, filled with grace to the same end as the Blessed Virgin Mary, to intentionally live a life, offering ourselves to him in all of these ways. Just as with the Blessed Virgin Mary, we will find the experience and the great experience of Christ's salvation when we live in such a way. And salvation himself will also come through us for the saving of many souls if we will live the same life of self-offering. This is his will out of Christ's divine love for us and for all mankind that we live following our footsteps. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.